four, five, six, seven, eight M's in my bank account. Yeah. M's in my bank account. I forgot how where's uh, the song go. <laughs> that that song, like that. There's a video of this little white boy dancing it on some like pier or like boat okay. yeah. meetup, and it's just kid just hitting it. He's hitting that one dance. I don't know. Like hard? Like he's getting sturdy? Yeah, he's getting sturdy. Okay. And he does like, I don't know if he does a sink leg or something, but (laughs) it's just funny. I could, I could like visually see that. I could visually see that. (laughs) It went viral back. I think it was a Vine video. I can't remember. But we're here. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're out here, you know, staying hydrated. We're drinking water, coconut water and great cups. And what only lasted for one game or one series. (laughs) (laughs) these la dodgers post these are straight from la you know i'm gonna tell you these actually the water tastes really good out of these cups because these cups don't really mean anything now (laughs) (laughs) that's that was really hey man i let it all man bro you no you're gonna ask me if i want to drink you're gonna give me some room temperature water which i was fine with you're like you want a cup with that and some ice and you could be slick and give me a fucking dodgers cup Straight from L.A. Straight from L.A., bro. Knowing, knowing damn well, I'm a I'm a Diamondbacks fan. So it should taste better. It tastes better because this doesn't you're, you're mean drink, anything. You're drinking on that uh, water dodger. No, this bro. I'm drinking on some Kirkland water, purified, <laughs> in a cup that don't. It's like you know, like okay, like you go to Harkins, you know, you get the the movie theater cup. It's it's great for that year, and after that, the cup don't really mean anything. It's just a regular cup. That's what this is now. It t- it just it's a regular cup. The water tastes immaculate. That's because it came from Kirkland. Yo, Shout out Costco. The design is sick on this, bro. But hey, like I said, like I told everyone who was telling me about it, yeah, I just t- you know we take it to the chin after that game three. You know, even if when we lost game one, game two, I said we're still in it. It's not over until it's over, and that's the words I live by. If you learn anything from me, is that it's not over till it's over, and then it was over. <laughs> we took not only a hit to the chin it was like you know when you get like knocked out yeah and you're just like oh like holding yourself in and then it was like what went along with it was like a kick to the gut like ah here's for good measure i'm just really glad it happened you know why because i'll never forgive those dodgers fans that came to arizona and they swept us and you know what was on the news the next day that we went swimming no a fucking dodgers fan taking us broom to the top of the dugout oh, yeah. to the Arizona. I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. Fuck, fuck the Dodgers for awesome. life. That was it. That solidified everything I thought at that moment. That's sports, man. That's the beauty of sports where you can just get your sweet revenge. <laughs> but we'll come back. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. We'll see. <clears throat> so we got that. I, I got about 40 years left in me. I think Dodgers will eventually get a response. They'll back. be back. I mean, yeah. I ain't, ain't got to worry about it. But. I'm glad we're back here. We're mm-hmm. back in the booth. It's a beautiful day. Mid-October yep. 2023. We got two and a half months left of 2023, mm-hmm. 2024 to come. I'm excited, man. Yeah. Looking forward to it. You know, in a great state of mind, despite of what's going on in the world right now. You know, we do got some topics going on. Mm-hmm. But you came you came in prepared today, man. I'm actually cool. I, I was, I was kind of like intrigued of these... Shared notes that you gave me. It's, it looks like an actual, like, oh, bro, sheet like, of paper. Bro, I like from a notebook. Yeah, no, I, I, I really went in on this, uh, on this topic. I, I really enjoy, 
we'll give a little preview. I really enjoy uh, like psychology, the study of the mind, stuff like that. So this was some that yeah, was right up my alley when I look. When yeah, that's I cool. Like it makes me want to get an iPad. <laughs> I see. You, I see you drew a little design right here for like because you, you know you always reference saca la bolsita, so you have a little key right that's, there. That's that's not that's a key because it's uh, a key wait, reason. What? Oh, <laughs> it's the key to the whole. Fucking, oh, my bad, player. Like, Bro, come on, how are you gonna pull that? I mean, because you always, you know, you used to yell it out like religious, like, ah, oh, saca la bolsita. I still say that, but I don't mean, that's not what that is, bro. Uh, We're talking I, about... I just thought that'd be like your logo, you know, that's the thing that identifies you. No, oh, no, no. Key, bro. No, bro, it's the, the four eyes face. We talk about uh, a key? Ah, uh, okay, okay. No, I actually might need to turn it to a shirt, actually. <laughs> that actually might be a good that, idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> Quote on it. Yeah, but we got personality that we're going to dive into. Mm -hmm. uh, we got the tending tropic of what's going on globally in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've been living under a rock like Patrick, um, we got, you know, the feud and the bombing and the innocent people mm -hmm. that are just in between that right now. Yeah. And then we got a couple little uh, pop culture for you. You know, we got, you know, what personally to me is the goat of entertainment, the goat of hip hop. Drake drops some music. Um, what else do I have here? Oh, and then of course, uh, MLB. We could talk. I don't. We, I don't we, know, we could touch I don't up know on how much it is because you know there was a hiatus, a two-week mm -hmm. hiatus that we did, but it's okay. Um, worth it. We'll we'll brush onto that. You know, we will got some funny tips for you. You know, some laughs here. You know, we like making book laugh on this thing. So just yeah. go, go ahead and get your Dodger cup, get your <laughs> ice, water cup. Get ready. Awesome. We're going to dive in. Yeah. Hey, DJ, let's get it. Episode 137, Topic Reviews, welcome This is your co-host, Oscar, a.k.a. Dark Perro. And to the left of me, we I was, got... I was expecting that. You went, Bro, is, it did it again. It did it again. What's going on? I don't know. It's still recording. What is okay, wrong with it, I guess? What's wrong with again. it? Okay. Uh, just to fill you in the loop, uh, this is the second time we actually restarted this intro because when we start recording... It just goes dead silence in the mics or in the headphones. I mean, yeah. I, so, but it's picking up. So, we'll run weird. with it. Roll with yeah. the punches. Uh, left of me, we got our co-host. You know, I'll let him introduce himself with the aliases, but you know him as Book. Yeah, Book Nate. What do you call it? Extraordinary or Cuddlebear Extraordinary. Extraordinary. You know all the aliases that uh, people have given me. Just me, you know. Uh, that's it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, man? I've been. I've been good. I've been good. I'd like know? to hear that. Alive, man. well, we're here. Hell yeah! So. I'm glad you're here, bro. You look good. You look solid. Mm -hmm. You're looking fresh. Thanks, thank you. Appreciate it. Got Hell the yeah. got the sort of successful tee on. You Hell know, yeah. You got that 2020 release or 2022 release? 2021. It had to be 20. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah, man. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. I want to start off this episode really strong. You know, we always start in a positive attitude and a warrior attitude, bro. Fuck Christopher Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. That was this past Monday, right? Columbus Day? Whatever, uh, or yeah. so they say. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get the day off. Me neither. I had to work. Gus. <laughs> what are you doing, man? That boy is going crazy over there, man. So I don't know if I mentioned this. We do have an audience. I got my boy Gus. 
Uh, he's been in the last few episodes in the background. I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever hear him, but you might be able to hear him now. He's over here. He's he's a menace now, bro. Water. Hold on. I think he wants water. Hold he on. might. Yeah. <laughs> Look, let me step away. We'll for a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. That was quick, huh? See how I did that? Yeah. Want me to do it again? Yeah. All right, cool. Where was I? We're still in the intro? We're still in the intro, yeah. All right, bet. A lot has happened. Yeah, a lot has happened. In two weeks. Um, one of the topics that we're going to discuss uh, a little bit in a few minutes. Oh, did it stop picking me up? Hello, hello? Or is that you? No, that's you. This is you. Oh, okay, that's me. Yeah. Oh, damn, I'm over here looking at the <laughs> frequency, man. This is like a challenge right here no, for you're us. good, man. You're good. So um, we got the whole Israel and Palestine mm-hmm. news that happened last Friday, I want to say. No, Saturday. Mm-hmm. At least I started seeing all the news um, through social media that was happening. It picked up, bros. I want to say it was like the... We talked about this before. I don't know if it was last year. But there's this Instagram page that is like pretty much dedicated to either any kind of warfare news or any like major government news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the page is called Northern Provisions, and they pretty I, that's where I pretty much saw what was going on and like being kept up with what happened last Saturday morning or mm-hmm. or late Friday night. Um, but yeah, well, that's what happened. Uh, there was also uh, I guess I could joke about it now because you know, kind it doesn't hurt my heart. It it did hurt my heart that that night of, but you know, there was the sweep that the Diamondbacks did on the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, this past that. Wednesday. Yep. Yeah, that was that was hard to watch. And then um, I went to actually Game One of that postseason series, mm-hmm. which was that was uh, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Mm-hmm. So that that also happened. It was great. Had fun. I would imagine. Like, at least, you know, it's it's a cool experience at least to have. Yeah. You said it was what? You, your brother, and your pops, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's always a good thing. So. It, was, it was a fun experience for us because it was, like, really our real first time going mm-hmm. to the Dodger Stadium. So that was that was fun. And then, we you know, we had my boy Drake dropping uh, for all the dogs. Yeah. On October 6th <clears throat> at mm-hmm. 6 a.m. And it's funny because I kind of want to talk about that first. I didn't even know, I guess... I'm pretty sure people did like talk about. It. I didn't even. I might have missed it that he was going to release it at 6 a.m. Uh, I I didn't know that. I guess that was a thing. And what's funny? Friday, uh-huh. I w- I go in at work at six, so it was just like perfect timing. So I was just like, once I like, all right, let me just tune in some music because mm-hmm. usually the first hour of work, I just have my beats in. I'm like, all right, let's see what can I what can I jam to. And it was there. I was like, oh shit, that's what's up. Okay. Right off the rip though, started off strong. But throughout the one hour, I want to say it is, an hour and 20 minutes that mm-hmm. it is, I gave the album. At, at first, that first day, I gave it an eight. But the now, first day? Yeah. Okay. Now it's changed to a seven. So it's actually decreased? Decreased because I guess after a few re-listens. Mm-hmm. Not saying like negatively, it's just more so like, and that was only because of what he really was rapping about. I just thought that was really a deal breaker because again you know it's like i said it before it's like dre just talks about things now that i can't relate to yeah yeah i i, I don't know I what it's like to own my own airline jet and shit like <laughs> you know i don't maybe that's part of the reason i just don't find his music as appealing anymore 
Uh, did you have any other thoughts before I? I, I don't want to like, take. Oh, over. I mean, I'm, he's definitely a. I want to say a genius, but like he's definitely moving smart, and that man is just smart in the business, not only just mm-hmm. in music, but like keeping up with trends. You know, you can tell by the sounds. Forty does an amazing job to mm-hmm. produce what's relevant and what's hot. You know those little trap one two beats. I mean, I'm not. I wasn't surprised that he had Bad Bunny in there either. Was a sh- was definitely not surprised with uh, having that one. Uh, the one song I did have to skip, and this one's funny. That uh, Rich Baby Daddy was sexy red. It's, yeah, I had to, I had to skip that one. I <laughs> Why? <laughs> why? Why is that? I, I brought, like again, it's just music that I like. Oh man, like, he just—he really just did that. I feel like you know, because you know that's what's in. You know, I guess. Yeah, I mean that's like you really think for this album being titled "For All the Dogs." You think that song is for the dogs? No, exactly. I mean, I, it's—I think it was just bad marketing. <laughs> if I'm being honest, bro. Yeah. Like, hmm. How would I explain it? Before the album came out, I kept hearing, oh, this is going to be a return to, what, what was, it? he made a post, right? Mm-hmm. It was like a cryptic post when he really announced the album. It's like, I'm going to go back to my old ways or some shit. I think that kind of set the precedence that, hey, this is going to be like, take care or yeah. it, nothing was the same or not that one. Uh, um, if you're reading this, it's too late. Because that's what I thought. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, that'd be oh, nice. Be, that'd be cool. And I think I got that maybe on the first couple tracks. Yeah. Um, I didn't get past first person shooter. Hmm. And I have not gone back to it, honestly. When Slime You Out came out, I didn't particularly like it. Me neither. I um, thought it was very. It just sounded really generic. Really generic. And it's, again, what he raps about, I was just like, it's not. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Like, I, I don't feel this certain type of way towards. Mm hmm. The opposite sex. I think. I think. And here's here's. Oh, I think we can't talk about this entirely without bringing up Joe Budden. Uh, yes. Because that that also sparked a lot of outrage. Um. I think. I think it was just a lot of bad anticipation, uh, or a lot of bad, a lot of bad marketing, uh, marketing, a lot of bad expectations for what the album was supposed to be, at least in the public mind. Um. And I don't think he really delivered because even so here's. Drake always gets criticism, right? Mm. Uh, this criticism uh, came from women, too. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Because that was always his saving, his saving grace, right? Like, whenever we talked about the Pusha T and, and Drake beef, I was like, I personally think Pusha T's a better rapper, and I think he got him. But no one's going to care because he has the women to shield him, and he has the stands that are going to block him. It's kind of shifting now, and I think it. I think it is just because of the topics he raps about. Like, at a certain point, it's going to get to a point where he's rapping. He's still going to make money. He's going to be successful. He knows how to do that. But who's his real like core fan base going to be? Because at a certain point, we're not going to relate. That's already starting to happen. And this younger, this younger generation is going to look. Who's this old fuck rapping about shit? Yeah. Like it's it's not I don't see the longevity after a certain point. He could still make money. That's not a problem. He could stop right now. He'd be fucking yeah. set for life. So I yeah. no nothing on his his business choices. It's just the longevity of his music seems like it's going to start fading out pretty yeah. quickly. As far as 
discussions about being a great rapper. Mm-hmm. I think that's been out the window since. Like, yeah, and it's not uh, even some really certified about. lover boy. That's when it just. Yeah, like, it's just his. But in a in a mar- in a topic of just discussing or making money mm-hmm. being relevant, the man can do it. Yeah, I I don't say it in a way like he's the best overall and everything, but like in the fact of like just producing music, he's like the Messi and Ronaldo. Like he just kept that longevity of, of a decade. That was his mm-hmm. like ten years. Like same with like them two soccer players. Like they just do it. They're just the goats. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you absolutely right. Bad marketing. There was even a line I, f- I can't even remember right now. At the top of my head, what song it was, but he talks about like I became a gangster after <laughs> certain a certain point in his life. He's like he never was it. He ad- he admits and like talks about it. Like, yeah, there was a line I forgot how he said it, but it's like, yeah, I became a gangster all of a sudden, just the way I move. And I was like, yeah, uh, all right, yeah, it's, it's like it's, something I, <laughs> that's something I would have said like in my teens, like, yeah, shit, I'm a fucking G now, bro, yeah. like, <laughs> yep, but hey, man, you all know, right. again, like, he get away with anything, he got the money for it. There was a group, there was a group, few good tracks there that I did mm. like. First person shooter was so good that I had to play it twice, mm. um. Polar yeah. opposites are like so after that the album just kind of dropped off for me. I was like, I don't want yeah. this anymore. It's just really just music just to be bumping to. Like if you're, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I find a good music to like. Let's say you're either cleaning the house, or if you're a business owner, you have that music playing in your store or a coffee shop kind of deal, or you're just on a long drive to L.A. going to go see the Dodgers play <laughs> game one, and you just play it, and yeah, I mean, it's a good. It's uh, yeah. But yeah, that's I mean that's my thoughts on it. I don't have a whole lot. I I didn't listen to it enough to really give it a, a grade, so I'm not gonna. Um, but yeah, hmm. you know how we were talking and doing our like uh, Friday Facetime like you know pre yeah, yeah. discussions. Mm-hmm. You know, I was telling you, you your mustache kind of looks like the Cholo the logo. East, yeah, you said it, East LA, East LA. No, but I I remember where it was now. You look like the Lowrider logo, bro. You said you said the homies logo. Yeah, too. but I think I confused it. But it looks like the lowrider logo. <laughs> you fucking, you motherfucker! You've been looking that up right now. I bet, well, it's because right now when I saw you talking, I was like, "Oh damn, that's a." <laughs> now, what'd you say? You said that's a real firmid mustache, real bro. Mustache. <laughs> it also lows. looks like I don't know if you saw that viral video of Who's Gone Wild, where that guy is doing his mustache. You better me, homie. Do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know what you're talking about, right? <laughs> He's like, divide and conquer, homie. <laughs> I fucking hate you, bro. I know exactly what you fucking <laughs> ready you talking about. <laughs> he starts, gotta yeah, fade it up. Gotta fade, it, gotta fade up. it up. He did that clean, bro. I think you, I think you could pull that off, too. I mean, he did, but I'm, that's not what we're shooting for. <laughs> what is that? What is that? I feel like... Oh, yeah, so we had to take him to the vet. Is it a tick or what? No, it's... uh. Damn, I should have known. It's it's a type of condition on the skin mm-hmm. that he gets these really like, just like raised bumps. No, they're like bumps, but okay. they they scab up after they've already scabbed uh, up. Okay. Um, so it's kind of deal with like every dog has you know mites, mm-hmm. you know, and I guess puppies tend to have them just a little bit more, and then they just get like these. He has them only on his neck and the back of his head. Oh, so they must like bite and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So they but they already scabbed up. They gave us this uh like antibacterial like mousse kind of thing where you just like rub it in them like kind of like a leaving mousse condition 
Okay, so like, like leaving treatment stuff? Right? Yeah, so he has that. So I got to put some on after this episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what that is. Just curious. Yeah. Uh, all right, so but I guess that was, was that was that it? That was really it that I have. I okay. mean, in other news about <clears throat> California, last thing I want to say is that, I don't like I was telling you in our FaceTime call, like how oh, yes. reading into it about the Skittles. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess now reading into it, it's not necessarily um, – skittles being banned but it's just california banning um for additives i guess that they have in skittles so okay i, I think i i briefly is that like die die red number three four or something like that, so right? yeah it's like it banned four additives that include bromided vegetable oil potassium bromate pro i again i should know these words pro fail paraben uh, Pryphalabin? Yes. Yeah, pri- pri- Pryphalabin. and red, red Dye 3 red in Dye California. So, um, yeah, keeping into it, I think Skittles, I don't know what Skittles really going to do if it's like, all right, just for California, we're going to get rid of this or they're just changing their whole recipe. Uh, I mean, they'd probably change whatever the American recipe is. Because I'm, I'm sure they have... Actually, do you know every country has a different recipe for things? I believe it. Yeah. So, like, like Fanta, here it's more carbonated. In uh, Africa, Southern Africa in particular, it's more syrupy. Hmm. There's less carbonation, there's less water. So, I'm sure that if they have to, they'll probably just change the American version of this. Um, Which makes sense because it's like, you know, you think of. Coca-Cola here mm-hmm. and then Coca-Cola in Mexico. Oh, it's very different, yeah. Yeah, they use real cane sugar in Mexico mm-hmm. and here they use what, corn syrup? Is that what it is? Yeah, the high fructose yeah. corn syrup, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I saw that and then it was like a trendy thing. It was funny because my sister was on her phone with her her <coughs> man and she was telling, and she asked me, what did you know about like Skittles being banned? Like, wait, what? And I'm like, Skittles, what the fuck they do? Like, yeah, it was, when he told me, I was like, that can't be right. Is that like, are they getting canceled? But yeah, when we looked into it, I guess it's just really the ingredients. But it's kind of funny because like, I don't know, like if you ever come across them, um, there's always these like, they call them TikTokers or like these uh, market TikTokers where they're like in stores and they're like giving you like, oh, this is bad for you. And they start mm-hmm. reading the ingredients. And it's funny because I follow these other uh like tiktokers that are like doctors and they're like yeah these guys really just are afraid of big words you could just tell they didn't really research it research it or study um a nutrition like you know these mm-hmm. words are what they use for describing you know foods are not very elementary but yeah i mean it makes sense yeah like if there's a certain amount that a human can consume in order to feel some sort of like discomfort or being like sick but it's like you know don't be afraid of or be confused with all these other people trying to like make you feel bad for what you're eating yeah Yeah. a lot of it's just like people think uh i don't say too high people think like that weight sounds fucked up yeah (laughs) i don't i think people just get wrapped up in things like uh like how you clean a, a stove you had to use like false. I think it's a phosphoric acid, and you neutralize it with vinegar. Yeah. But if you told someone that, like, that's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You putting yeah. salt, like you putting acid on the the griddle before you cook it. It's like, well, yeah, that's how you clean it, yeah. and then you neutralize it with vinegar. It's just like people people are scared of things they don't understand, 
And I could I could understand that. Like if you gave me a soda and there was like three things that said acid, I'm like, what the fuck am I drinking? I mean, it's even gone to a point where I heard some people say that I don't drink purified water. It's just crazy. Like, I, I, okay, I, get, I, get, I get it. All oh, the alkaline blends. Like, okay, that makes sense. It makes but sense. But purified like, water isn't like, it's not going to harm you in the way you think it is. Does that make sense? It does to me. It's like, I don't know. I think people blow things out of proportion a lot. It's like with the whole. I'm gonna send you this guy that I follow on Instagram where he talks about like you know people who tell you diet sodas give cancer. I've heard that, and then they're like, yeah. you legitimately have to drink almost equivalent to like forty to thirty diet sodas in one day mm-hmm. for a span of a week in order to start feeling some sort of symptom. But it's like it's being bought. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, crazy. Really gonna do that, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It just. Uh, well, you know, California also has uh you've seen like those, you get like random products and say like, this item contains so-and-so, which Harmful is- to cancer. That may, yeah. that may cause cancer. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's a California thing. But it's a it's law, like, right? Yeah. But it's like, that could be anything. Like literally anything. Like yeah. things like you buy, let's say you're buying screws from like Ace Hardware. Yeah. It'll say that because some of them inhaling. I, I think I've seen them with like inhaling this may have. Yeah, you see, yeah. with like anything with aerosol, but even like tools, like 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 uh, like nuts, like uh, hex nuts and stuff like yeah. that. They say that because some of them contain lead, and it's like I know that, but I'm not going to eat this. Like it's some things that just would be common sense. Like they really, you'd be have surprised. To force it man. Out there. there wasn't there a year where like kids were eating tie pods yeah yeah oh, i know like it's just it's kind of sad like you gotta be so direct with things sometimes you know you would think you had to do it like it, it just makes you kind of wonder it's like you know maybe there's a reason why like people lose faith in humanity sometimes it's like blind leading the blind and that's why we have a, like these higher ups trying to like make these laws you know, there's a. I guess there is a reason, maybe for say, of why there is a, a higher power of like controlling and the government in a say. I mean, that would yeah, that's how yeah society has to kind of run like that. Yeah, because there has to be experts in certain things because no one knows everything. You know, there's a difference of disliking of being t- what to or being told what to do or how to live, mm-hmm. but then there's just like that living reckless and not really yeah. knowing. There's 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 a happy meeting in between. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get, hopefully yeah. we'll get to everyone. I, mean, I don't know. We'll see. Well, I'm excited because you know today uh, I am attending a history lesson from Mr. Rodriguez today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we all know that he wanted to be a politician when he grew up, and uh, his side hustle was a wedding planner. But right now wow. he's he's blossoming in his career in politician and being a history teacher as well on the side. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know you were gonna pull all that information out. Hey, man, I gotta know who you I'm, put all that in the pod, bro. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, like, you know, I'm like, uh, what's Sean Evans from Hot Ones, bro? I gotta know who I'm speaking to. I gotta let the people know who they're gonna listen to. You know? All right, all right. Well, um, side hustler. Let's see. So, what's the topic we're gonna divulge on? That you wanna, you know, give me the, give me a, what we need to know, I guess, you know, like of what's going on and that what happened. Gotcha. You know, Early Saturday morning, late Friday. Um, so just current events. Just current events. Just bro. current events. 
So current events are kind of all over the place. Um, there's a lot of information, a lot of misinformation kind of out there. Um, what we do know is that there was a surprise attack that occurred in, in Israel uh, where there was said to have been a 1,000 Hamas uh, fighters who crossed the border from the Gaza Strip into Palestine or into, sorry, Israel. And that, that's actually what started this current conflict. This before, conflict goes way back, though. Yeah, but, but before you dive mm-hmm. into that, for those who don't know or really don't know, what who are Hamas? Okay, so Hamas is a... How, so Hamas actually started off as a military wing of, I believe it was the Muslim Brotherhood. Yeah. Uh, that transitioned to a political power, and they gained control of the Gaza Strip um, when it was blocked off by Egypt and the the agreement of the Palestinian, the Palestinian state and the Jewish state would, would co-inhabit uh, the state of Israel, essentially, or the area of Palestine. Um, so they're, they're a government organization that is considered a terrorist group amongst a lot of, a lot of people, um, in the Arab community, it's considered, uh, just another freedom fighting cause, but it's, it's, that's what it is. Essentially, it's a political arm, a political group that was formed as a military wing that has become a military and governmental power within the Gaza Strip. Uh, they have, I think, some support within the West Bank. Which is another part of Israel that was used to be part of Jordan, um, and that is controlled by Fatima, with some Hamas supporters living there as well. So that's what Hamas is. It's just a, a military group organization yeah. within the region. Um. So anything else? I should. Uh, that was just it. Okay. I mean, other than what? Gotcha. If you, however, you want to say you want to give the whole history lesson of what it really started, or just kind of mm. like you know. Oh, I mean, we we could go back. So I think a lot of people, a lot of the misconception of what this war is is just yeah. religion versus religion. Yeah, uh, it's a lot more than just that, and you'd have to go like all the way back to the beginning of what was the Ottoman Empire before it was divided into yeah. the current states, nation states that it is now. Um. So I guess we could start there real quick. Yeah. Um, so prior or during World War One, there was no Middle East states. It was the Ottoman Empire. It was ruled by one one person, and they controlled all of the Islamic world through that that one power. Um, the central powers at the time were Germany, Ottoman Empire, and I believe it was it was France. It was France or Italy at the time? Um, the the way. Because honestly, Germany should have won World War One. They didn't because there was U.S. intervention, and there was the dividing of or the dismantling of the Ottoman Empire. Essentially, uh, the way that happened was British or the Britain um, had divulged a plan to divide the Ottoman Empire up into certain sections with France. So they got France away from the Central Powers. They joined the Allies. And they were on board with that. The Russians also um, decided to stay neutral, and, and the idea that they would also get a part of the uh, the Ottoman Empire. Um, and the way they continued to break it down is they had to then dismantle the Ottoman Empire. How they did that was through nationalism. Uh, so it was this idea that 
you're not just a, a group of people. You're you're a certain type of person. Just having national pride in in who you are. Uh, so just like being proud to be American or proud to be Mexican, anything like that. Like that, that's just nationalism. So they they brought that over to there, and then you start to see people who would say that no, they're Turkish. They're not. They're not Ottomans. Uh, and it just happened. That started to fragment all those. They decided to get a group within that. Um, I'm gonna probably gonna butcher the name. Uh, his name was, I think, it was Asef Sunni. I think his, his name is. I'll double check that. But essentially, he was a descendant of the Islamic um, religious powers. You could say, like they they said they could trace his his lineage back to uh, the Prophet Muhammad and stuff like that. Um, so they promised him, Britain promised him that there would be an Arab state, an Arab country within the region. Um, and in the back, Britain's still doing all these double-ended deals, dividing up this land that's not theirs. World War One comes to an end with the help of U.S. intervention. In that part of time, Britain also pushed the idea of Zionism, which is a, is a bad word that people don't like to use now, yeah. but it, it was a real thing during that time. It was basically just national pride in being Jewish, which in, internally isn't necessarily a bad thing. You you can take yeah. pride in who you are. But the idea behind this was that the Jewish uh, heritage would leave wherever they are and they'd get back to their motherland, which would be Jerusalem, Israel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the idea was that we're going to build this Israel state within the Middle East just for Jews to be governed by Jews and, and all this. Um, Britain saw that and they tried to, again, divulge another yeah. plan to get more support. This is prior to the war ending. So to get U.S. intervention in, they had to appeal to uh, the Jewish elite because the Jewish elite at the time did hold a lot of power and influence within politics at the time. They also thought maybe this might help on the Russian side because the Russians were also getting having a change in political power with the Bolsheviks. The Bolsheviks were Russian Jews. There's a main difference between the two, though. Zionists had the idea they wanted to go back to the their homeland, where uh, the Bolsheviks did not. It was the, the idea of having this national pride was was a capitalist and East and Western thing. It's not something good. It's not something they should partake, partake in. So that, that plan failed. When... World War II ended, and Bolsheviks at that time had already taken power. They divulged this plan, and, and Britain was kind of sat there looking stupid. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's all real history. You yeah. Go look at all that up. Um, so we fast forward to today. So during that time, Britain's you know giving all this power to people and promising all this land. They hold uh, Palestine under their rule up until I believe it was forty seven. Yeah. Well, during that time, they still allowed. Um, people of Jewish sent to go there, and there was certain things they they had said. Uh, I, I can't remember exactly what the decree was, um, but it was a decree that Britain had made that said, uh, essentially the Jews are owed a land, and the non-Jewish residents of Palestine would be able to live there. And with that saying, that basically said to the world stage that this is Jewish land. It was like the first declaration because they referred to everyone else that lived there as non-Jewish inhabitants. So the um, they were able to take at least residents there. And as time progressed and time progressed, 
more and more uh, of those of Jewish descent came down to Israel. And in 47, 1947 is when the actual state of Israel was, was born. Yeah. So it's not, I, I, I think a lot of people think that Israel's just kind of always been there. It no. hasn't. Yeah. yeah so still... Israel's a, a, still a very relatively new state. Um, but they they rule with an with an iron fist. They they rule with with. So I think the last they have very different ideas in, in how they control their military. I think one is called mowing the grass, which is essentially yeah. continuing to fight those who do not like them to try to uh, stop like greater powers from happening. And, and at, at times, I, I you could say it was needed. As soon as they became a state, they were within a war with every every, every yeah. single surrounding neighbor. So. Um, but it's just progressed to the point where there is not really an end. There's, there's, there's lots of death on both ends. Um, I don't see it. Uh, it's hard to see an end to this. But that's where a lot of this uh, hate comes from both ends. Because it's not, it's not just a religious thing. Yeah. Because not. in the city of Jerusalem, the, the most sacred city in the whole entire world for a lot of people, you have Muslims, you have Jewish, and you have Christians all living there in harmony. And they have a divided street. You're you're able to live there. So it's not just a difference in religion and the way of thinking and belief system. It's it's rooted in a lot more than it, it's rooted in a lot more of, of political things and and mishaps that happened with, on the world stage that had got us to this point essentially. So that's that's kind of the history of I guess that's what I guess you know would be like the cause of. Not necessarily of what's going on now, but it's like they're just having to go back to understand yeah. the differences and then understand why mm. they're in the, is the, in this feud yeah. between the two countries. Well, because I mean, like a lot of like, I, I'm sure you could ask a lot of Americans. You're like that they don't really. I don't know if many people know that or they've paid attention to history during that time. Like, there's a lot more conflict than just a difference in religion, and it's it's. It's hard to see a lot of peace in that area of the country, in the area of the world, because it's a lot of it's kind of been fucked over by a lot of people. So it's just a lot. Of, it's a lot to kind of break down, I guess. Yeah. Um. Now, as of right now, I think the last update I heard was that uh, Israel was preparing to do a ground. Um. A ground raid, essentially, of of the Gaza Strip, um, and I heard they were also going to shut off all power, food supplies, and everything like that. So, uh, essentially, that's what's going to happen next. Yeah, I pray and I hope that no one else dies in the situation. I know it's kind of wishful thinking, I think, uh, because I don't, I don't know if there's much they could end this. Uh, as a res- resolution, I don't think there's anything that could come to a resolution peacefully between both of these neighboring states. Yeah. Appreciate but, that, man. Yeah. Thank you for keeping us up to date. Try as much as I can, yeah. You know, don't be living under a rock, man. Stay informed. <laughs> you know, it's crazy to see. Will there ever be world peace? We'll never know. You know, I always said to myself, this place always, run- this world runs on greed. At the end of the day, we're all we're all on borrowed time. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. but hey, you can't change no one's perspective, especially can't control other people's personalities. That's 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 a fact. That's yeah. a fact. Yep. 
That's a good transition like shit. That, one, huh? <laughs> That's like, that was a good yeah, transition. Prepared for that. <laughs> All right. Um, so we can get into the next topic. Then. Oh, yeah. So you sent me a YouTube mm-hmm. video. Yeah. Uh, username Healthy Gamer. Is that was yeah. it. Healthy Gamer GG. Healthy Gamer GG. His name is. Well, everyone calls him Doctor K. Yeah. Um, he is a licensed uh, therapist, I believe. Yeah. I believe he's in Canada. I think. Could be wrong. Canada. He's in the northern area, I know, of the country. Um, and he kind of just comes on. He just has general conversations. He does a lot of Twitch streaming. He has yeah. conversations with, with the people that, that join his stream and stuff like that. Um, I came across his videos. I just found them really interesting. I really like the the study of psychology, the study of the mind, stuff like that. Um, and so this is one I just thought was super interesting. And it's about personality and personality changes and how to change your personality essentially um so i guess i guess we'll kind of just get started then huh or is there any questions or anything you want to mean, you you came well prepared um there was a beginning of the video where he talks about like what is the personality mm-hmm. um do you recall how he explained that uh Essentially, yeah. So there's yeah. there's a couple different ways. I guess what what would if someone were to ask you that, what would you say personality is? It's just I think personality is that ways you build to communicate in a way, like how you per, your persona in a way, like how you express yourself, like how are you interacting with other humans in a okay. way. Yeah, so you really watched this video. I did. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, no, that's 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 pretty damn close. Uh, I think if you would ask me that prior to watching this video, I oh probably, no, yeah, don't get me yeah. wrong. He explained it more. He kind of did change. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that makes much more sense because you know it's like when people say the stereotype. Oh, he has a nice personality, and you just really come to the one idea is like, oh, they're just kind. Yeah, they're human, but it's more than that. It's like, why are they? There's a lot more. Yeah. yeah. Um. So scientifically, it comes down to three things. It's the way we interpret information. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way we react to certain circumstances and how we behave to those. Yes. Um, personality is not a fixed thing. Um, I guess an example would be like two. Like let's, let's say let's give an example of like two extremely different personalities. So one being very uh, self negative, one being really high, highly influential in themselves i guess mm-hmm. you could say so person one let's say it's um they're dealing with a breakup so if someone were to break up with you how, how would you how would you interpret that information like me personally or just more yeah so, so like let's let's break it down let's say someone let's say cassie breaks up with you how are you interpreting that information damn i'm already sad bro you're sad right yeah. what, what else I mean, what, what's some thoughts that are running through your head well see it, it's kind of a complex answer now mm-hmm. because and it, and this is what he used as an example in the video. It's yeah. like one person is going to react a certain way. Versus or, or he kind of gives like the partners in a way. The, the one who left is just more so, hey, this is how it is. Yeah. You know, we changed. We grew up. We, you know, we, we drifted apart. And mm-hmm. the other one is more so like, oh, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Why did, why did this happen? Am I, am I lacking in these other areas? Like, did, did I get, you know. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. That descent. Yeah. So so one's a very negative self reflection. The other one's not. It's not a. It's not a a self reflection at all. It's just more so. Hey, this is it happened. Yeah. Like this is. They're just more so on the fact that 
it's a breakup more so of like of a personal reaction. Yeah. So there's I, a word for that, right? He was kind of explaining. So it. yeah. So like it, it. I guess to to look on the extreme end would be yeah. a narcissistic. Like it's yeah. a narcissism way of thinking. Like everything's. Uh, Why is this happening to me? Every, yeah. So everything's a, a self reflection of your of of you. Yeah. Um. So like it's the extreme. So it's the reaction, how you interpret that, and then the behavior that comes with it. So. You know the the definition of a narcissist is that everything's about them. That's self centered. Yeah. They're the main character in their movie, and ordinary circumstances become personal attacks. Uh, I think the one he used was was a chest, like an example of chess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Someone I can relate to video games. Yeah, I showed you that game Armored Core Six, right? The mech one. Yeah. So you can play. You can play against people in that. Let's say there was a tournament. We were we were against that tournament. A narcissist's point of view, like, you win, and I'm offended that you won. Like, I make that a personal attack against myself. Like, how, how fucking dare you win yeah. a game? I, I showed you the game. Yeah. How are you going to do that? How are you going to take that? You know I should have won. Because I'm fucking good, bro. It's, I got the sauce like that. So it's like, but that, that'd be a, a really- Oh, that's an example? Yeah, like, oh, that's, okay. that's, that'd be like a real narcissistic like, <laughs> idea kidding. of like, it's like you- just kidding. Yeah, no, I get. I mean, we could do that. <laughs> yeah, and I we it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah, uh, but the 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 narcissist would make that like a personal attack. Yeah, and so the ultimate goal on that would be: I just want you to apologize. I want you to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't have won. So comfort me. Why you you know you shouldn't have won. Yeah, you know like oh yeah you yeah. should you should should have been you Nate should have been. That's what that's what it is essentially. Um, and there are ways to like. Stop that, because that's that's what your personality is. It's how you how you inter- interact, how those three things all interact with each other. Because the way you behave is going to be a reflection on uh, the way you're interpreting information, and the way you interpret it is how you receive that information. You follow along still? No, yeah, okay. no, yeah. And it, it, like I said, I had a personal take on this because mm-hmm. me personally, as you know, growing up, you know, um, I never really discuss it or I never really have an open conversation about it, but only to like certain people. It's like, you know, I feel like I went through a lot of this change really young. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw me personally, you know, like I was this narcissistic person really young. Oh, yeah. And, and it, you know, I was like that really young. I was like, why is this happening to me? Why is this? it was a little bit of a tie with like. <clears throat> What what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, I want to say trauma, but it was more so like lack of self esteem in a way. Okay, and really upset about others getting attention that I wanted, but I was that you getting, felt deserved. Okay, that I felt deserved. Yeah, but as I you know, I mind you, I think this might have been when I was now eighteen, nineteen. Mm-hmm. I caught on. I was like, you know what, man? Like maybe. This is I don't know. It just it kind of it kind of clicked. I was like, you know, this sh- I shouldn't be this way. Like something, I don't know. It was like a a second moment in life where you gain conscience. You mm-hmm. know, when you're a kid and you're like, what the fuck, I'm living. Like it was kind of like that moment for me. Where it was just like, I, I'm glad you. You know, we we don't have to talk about it today. Yeah, because it's another. It'd be another big topic. But yeah. it'd be like, how do you incorporate change in your life? And it was another video yeah. by him, so yeah. I'll send it out to you. But. um it goes into like the yeah. best way to make change is is, is self reflection. It doesn't just happen like like if I want to lose weight, like I can't just sit here like I, I'm going to lose it. I got to lose weight. I, lose. Yeah. It, I can think about it all day, but until something's got to click in my head, like 
yo, I can't live like this. I'm gonna yeah. like it's it just happens like that. Yeah. So we yeah next we'll time yeah next time. But like going back to this one, it's more so how like you know changing personality, and mm. I, I I personally went through that, and I became this. I just said it to myself so many times. It was just like, I want to be selfless instead of selfish. Mm-hmm. I feel like not necessarily looking just only for the reward, but like at the end of the day, that personal like gain of just feeling like, all right, man, this is good because like, it's not all about me. It's really just helping out and just being the best version of myself mm-hmm. to others and then to myself as well. And kind of tying in with like changing the personality how he was talking about just coming to a, a state of mind where you're just kind of like not necessarily meditation but it's like you self-reflect a lot and mm. you just practice and you apply those in your daily routines you know you change things in order to see a change in yourself if that makes sense yeah so like kind of like applying all right man like you say you want to do this do what it requires it to do. don't just think about it or talk about it and in the video, he also talks about, you know, it's not necessarily like, he kind of said, like, it's not really just about, like, where's the psychology in this? You know, where's the trauma in the child? Like, no, it's not really that anymore. It's just more so, like, it's like, they call, I think it was like a yogi state of mind, the yogis, as he was mm-hmm. explaining. So, that, yeah. the, I think that part of it, he was talking about the the meditation aspect, yeah. where you're not, you're not reacting. Yeah. You're, you're processing. Uh, you're trying to, break down what you're just experienced essentially and, yeah and i it took a while for me to actually i don't want to say master it but i'm i would say i'm pretty good at it it's just mm-hmm. more so now like i kind of like let people be themselves I'm not judging you it's just more so like all right let me just kind of figure out reading the room and i say we talked mm-hmm. about this before like like we just have this thing where we come in and we're just reading the room all right is everyone cool like everything okay um but I thought it was a good video when he just started talking about that. I was like, you know, it's like I kind of process things uh, way, way much more than kind of like emotionally reacting to it mm-hmm. per se. Okay. No, yeah, that's that's yeah. good. Being in a meta is that a cognitive state of mind? Is that what he was? Yeah. So, it like, and so the next yeah. part is to be like, how how would you change that? Yeah. Um. So, I'll just kind of give some information needed. So, things like personality disorder antisocial or dependent disorder those are all uh, like psychiatric disorders uh just uh defects and there's certain treatments for those things so essentially what they'd found is that there's certain things you can teach people and how they think that help with these disorders yeah so the next step they did was well, what what do all these things have in common um so what's like what's the real niche behind everything? And it came down to those two things, metacognition and meta emotion. Uh metacognition is the way we think about our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And meta emotion is the way we feel about our emotions. So as I think this is the example he gave in the uh in the video. And if this sounds familiar at all, because I actually when he explained this, I I did feel this. Like I've yeah. I've felt this before. Uh so the the, the story he paints is um, you go to a party, yeah. Um, and your social anxiety just kind of raises, shoots up. Yeah, yeah, like you don't know, you don't know anyone. You're, yeah, you're nervous. What do these people think of me? So, what do you do? You avoid, or you go to your phone. Now that's the most common thing. People get on their phone to scroll yeah. Instagram or whatever. That works for a while, and then my anxiety reaches to a point where I have to just leave. Yeah. So 
Has, has that ever happened to you? It used to happen to me. Okay. Mind you, because again, you know, me personally, mm-hmm. again, I say this, I had this change when I was 19. When I was in high school, like, I wasn't really drinking. You know, I was I was the kid. I was a friend. You know, oh, he doesn't drink. He's just there. But why was I there? I, I That could be a million reasons. But really, it was just because my friends, you know, these mm-hmm. are my homies, you know. But um, I I felt like going to, like, yes, I felt that way where it's just more so like, oh, man, like, I don't know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. uh, And then going back to being just a little bit narcissistic i would just kind of always give my opinion like oh you know i want to say i was i wasn't saying i was trying to that dude to make you stop drinking i was just more so like oh that shit wag you know that it's not cool mm-hmm. it's like yeah trying to make you feel like to tell me yeah you're right yeah you, know, you, you you know this i guess i just Almost like a like a guilt trip again kind of okay. yes a guilt trip i was i was i'll admit i was that type of person and you know glad i caught on so early and it didn't mm-hmm. fall to in my late in my early twenties, but yes, I've have been in there. I've been in those situations, and and I I still see it to this day in some people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. What's changed about me is that I used to would have. I probably would have in my early twenties would have been like, "Don't oh, man, don't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, try this instead." But going into what the video says, and I learned mm-hmm. early on was that you can't control or change people's actions. Yeah, you can only just really it's- control what's you like you in here yeah so that well that's that's the metacognition yeah so this is just meta emotion yeah but like so after you felt that and you left because you, you i'm presuming yeah. you would have left after yeah. that did those feelings stop that things that, feeling of, ex- that, yeah. that yeah. feeling of anxiety did it stop yeah did anything else come after it a little bit of regret regret like, yeah so like anger like were you mad at yourself you mad at the situation? You mad that your anxiety got the best of you? I wouldn't say my anxiety. It was just more so like, uh, kind of like kind of being more specific. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh man, I should have just stayed. Like, why am I being this way? Like, so you beat something yourself. was tapping myself. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was beating myself up. Something was tapping. Like, okay, so early on, that's that's meta emotion. Yeah, that's you. You don't have control over the situation because uh, you because we have no control over the situation. So. Yeah. That but that that right there is meta emotion. That's you being mad at you not knowing how to operate in that 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 space. Essentially, like I don't I don't know what the fuck to do. Like I'm just I'm mad because I don't know what I did. I didn't know what to do. Like I just felt the anxiety. I had yeah. to get out of there, but they didn't that didn't solve the issue really. It stopped yeah. my anxiety, but now I'm beating myself up because I left. So that's that's meta emotion. Um, metacognition, which you were talking about, is. the ability to control things. So the example he gave on that was, let's say, let's go back to to a breakup or something like that. Yeah. Someone breaks up with you and you try to avoid it. You try everything you can to fix it, to, to prevent that breakup from happening. But you're not, you're controlling things outside of, the, of your realm. I can't control it. I can't control what another person does. I can control my thoughts, though. And the thing with metacognition is if you don't check it, those preconceived notions, those conclusions you come to become your thoughts. And those become your emotions. And then you're acting off of your meta emotion. Because now your metacognition is running rampant. 
you don't know how to control your emotions because you have all these preconceived ideas of yourself. So back to the idea of, of the breakup, let's say, you know, uh, well, I'm trying to fix it and I, I text them. Well, they didn't text me in a, in a day. Well, why? What, what, did, what, prior to right now, what is my current personality trait? Let's like, let's go back to what you had said. You know, you had this idea of, um, of being like a, a self-centered, a selfish. Well, now you never checked it, and then you don't get that text back within a day or so. Well, now that independent thought is the reason you didn't get the text. Oh, I didn't get the text because yeah, I I I'm selfish or uh you know I'm I'm a loser or whatever. Whatever that your thought is, whatever you've doctored in your head, those conclusions you've come to of yourself is now the reason. You're operating the way you do. Yeah. And I, I, did, I, did I lose? I didn't know. Okay. No. All right. Um, so, I mean, the key to that would be you have to pay attention to how those of, how those events actually affect you in the head. So, like, because you, like you said you're, you're, you're better now, right? Your personality is, is in a much better place. You... You're able to have communication stuff like that, but you could easily slip back in the other way if you don't constantly yeah. check you know, those thoughts. So um, I know he said the whole meditation thing, and I, I'd mentioned it before the podcast. I think a lot of this is the reason why major world religions work. Um, yeah, and in the video, he he brought up Buddhism and the yogis and stuff like yeah. that. The closest conclusion I can bring this to would be within Christianity is, is prayer. Uh, you know, the whole idea between prayer is for you to build a relationship with God and, and only you. You know, in, in, in the sect of Christianity, it's the grace that saves you, not your actions. So you have to build that relationship with God in order to be saved, essentially. Yeah. And one of the key ways of doing that is, is through prayer. If you're not praying, you're not in the, in the book, then you're not, you're not getting fed. You're not, you're not learning. And if we break that down to just a human, like someone who's not religious at all, we break it down to the most simplest terms. That's just self-reflection. Yeah. You're, you're talking to God and you're breaking down situations that why did this happen? You know, what can guide me, help me with this though. That's just self-reflection to anyone else who isn't religious. It's the same thing. And it's the same thing within Buddhism. When you're, when you're meditating, you're reflecting on, on your own thought. You're trying to reach a higher ground, a higher presence, a higher, higher spiritual level. You're trying to escape your own thoughts. You're trying to escape your cognition. What is my earthly urges? What are my human urges to do? And I think that's why religion works so well because it, it basically encompasses a lot of this. It's that I'm not, I shouldn't be a slave to my own thoughts because my thoughts are what bring me to this current state I'm in. Yeah. And it's, I just thought it was super fascinating how he kind of broke all that down. All right. So I don't remember where we <laughs> I don't remember where we were up. Kick we're, the cable. We're gonna we're gonna we're just gonna jump back a little bit. So um that, that we talked about yeah just how, how I find it like really interesting and stuff like that and you pull those parallels and stuff like that. Um going back to I guess personality change. So essentially it comes down to understanding what your metacognition and your meta emotion are like understanding those are the key. That's why I have this key. 
So it's 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 not the thoughts themselves. This is this is essentially from the videos. It's not the thoughts themselves, the circumstances, or the emotions. It's the reaction to the thoughts, circumstances, and the emotions. So once you once you I guess mastered that, you're able to break that down and stop and fully process what you're trying to communicate or what the reaction should be or what the I don't know it's not that when you're able to break down your emotions then I think you can start to see real change I'm sure it wasn't a super easy process for you right because you said you'd gone through that change I've gone through that change in fact I think I got worse actually like thinking back to around the time of the pandemic, like I know I said the pandemic, but if I like actually go back and think about it, I wasn't happy at the job it was at. I felt like, like it was a lot of things and that just kind of reinforced those. And I, I easily slipped back into a bad personality. Like it, it, it's that simple. So you, you have to continually check I to continually uh, stop and reflect. You don't, act on emotions because emotions are uh, highly objective and objective thoughts aren't reality. So when you, when you're in an interaction, like I'm, you piss me off. I'm not, I shouldn't like just automatically respond because I know it's not going to mean anything really. I'm just, I'm talking on emotion. I'm mad. I'm pissed. So you have to come back to that, that reflection and think, honestly think, well, what, what was said? What? What? Why am I thinking this way? So just a lot of a lot of good information there. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you really want. To, I mean, this is kind of just more. I just kept going over and over the facts, essentially. No, I like. It's like you being so into the topic. That's cool to me, at least. And this one was actually interesting. I'm gonna say because like not a lot of people think about this. No, and. I'm a person who just kind of built to be like, I understand people. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'll understand you, but there'll be a, either agreement or a disagreement of why or what you do in a sense. Mm-hmm. So, like, I understand, you know, like, you know, if certain individuals who are struggling or are going through things, like how you're, you know, what your current uh, life situation is, like how you're living. Mm-hmm. What are your, like, what are your resources? What, uh, like, what kind of access do you have to resources to help you grow? But if it, you, you know, I know some people who are struggling to just, you know, they live, they live paycheck to paycheck, or mm-hmm. you know, they have bad relationships with their parents. It's like, I get you, but it's like, I always just let them know that at some point in the day, you're really just gonna have to really just think about yourself mm-hmm. and start there to eventually make things better around you, in a sense. Yeah, because if you're if your foundation, you know, your fortress, your own self is like so weak, I'm going to say like, you know, it's not right. It's like it's, you're, you're not going to go anywhere because it's just you're stuck in this mud. You're stuck in this like slump in a sense mm-hmm. where it's like you, you don't all that you want or you're thinking that you want is not going to come to you if you're just not preparing your mind for it. The mind is crazy. Yeah. I, I, I think the mind is probably one of the coolest things. And to go a tie with that, I think also the body, the human body, is a fucking awesome tool. Yeah, it's super resilient. Like, they're both super resilient in a lot like, of ways that we don't really understand. Like, you know, it's kind of like being either like an athlete or mm-hmm. either being an artist. You know, it, it 
the body can do so many things, but if your mind is not on point, mm-hmm. it can only go so far. Yeah. You know? So I, I actually, yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to keep, I keep yeah. to going back in, but uh, so like when someone cha- wants to change their life yeah. or their, their circumstances, like yeah. kind of going back to it, what do people ch- typically change? Like they, they try to force yeah. those circumstances. So like, I want a better job. I want, you know, I want, I want to be rich or something. I try to force those outside um, interactions. You want you want a relationship. I can't. You can't force anyone to like you. You can't force the person to hire you. You can't force to get a, someone to give you a promotion. Like again, it's just all these outside things that we think are gonna change us. When in fact, we got to change the way we're perceiving those those ideas. Like I. I I can only control my emotion how I react to uh, other people. I, I have no control over anything outside of that. So you can't, you kind of have to just roll with the punches. I guess in a good way to say, like you kind of set yourself up for the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. So either you have to roll with the punches, or you have to make some change. So what's another example? I I always feel like I'm losing it kind of a little bit. Uh, let's say my self perception is that I'm a loser. Well, how do so how do I build relationships? I can either, you know, put myself down for everyone, build them up, you know, give gifts or whatever it may be. Well, now my now all my relationships are built on the independent idea that I have that I'm this loser, and every single relationship I have now is reliant on me having to go that extra mile because that's that's how i can that's how i can receive attention mm-hmm. and that's that's changed everything of my that's changed my entire trajectory of life because that's my one perceived thought it has nothing to do with anything else but it's tied into every other uh interaction i've ever made or any any decision i've made is i gotta i gotta do this because i have this self-perceived thought of me and eh, no one's gonna want to pay attention or whatever like it's just it's crazy how much you can you can fuck your own life up just with a simple thought, and how much you can change life for the better with a simple thought. But it, it starts; it comes down to that that self those self conclusions that you've made of yourself because based on whatever events in your life. So, that's a great explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> I mean, it's good. Like, I, I, again, like, yeah, I, tr- I, I like, I heavily like this topic because it's like, I can go on and on, mm-hmm. you know, just telling you my perspective. Perspective for me is going to be the biggest thing, but understanding like the YouTube video explaining is like, you know, what is a personality, how you can change it and what causes, you know, emotional reactions or just being, you know, self-reflective on yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the mind is a powerful thing. Definitely have some time to look into it, study it, and mm-hmm. then study yourself. You know, if you are looking for better relationships or if you're looking for a better um, growth path or, you know, you're looking to better just improving yourself or, just going being the best version of yourself is a way, I guess, you know, simplest terms I can really just say it's just like understand, you know, it's your mind. It's all in here mm. at the end of the day. 
you know. Um, yeah, I was just, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the topic a lot. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I guess we should end this off with me saying that I am not a licensed therapist. Oscar's not a licensed therapist. I'm just licensed to be an RN. That's it. Simone. <laughs> an rn yeah i'm rn <laughs> uh uh so so don't take any of this as 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 medical help or, or mental help or this anything is like just that. one door to yeah. an infinite of doors that you if, can go if, through in this life if you want uh to follow up on these videos definitely reach out healthy gamer gg yeah uh that's that's where I, I look a lot of these and if you need actual you know help uh Talk to an actual psychiatrist. Yeah. Don't listen to our podcast every week because we're we say therapy, but we're not actually therapists. We're actually in therapy as of right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh but yeah, that was what, 137? Episode one thirty seven, sir. Episode one thirty seven. I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Hey, appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Don't be too hard on yourselves. Remember metacognition, meta emotion. Yeah. And uh just keep your heads up. Yes, sir. Just know it gets better. Uh only a piece of advice is just know that small numbers will add up and start now. Oh, yeah. We out. <laughs>